When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Fritz Frivolous with continuous live coverage of the corner of Curious Lane and Just Because Boulevard, the epicenter of the alien invasion. And this just in, King Kong is fighting the mobile suit Gundam. And of course, all of this is happening amidst World War IV, making it pure pandemonium. If only Captain Planet were still alive to save us all. Dude, could you imagine? There it is. Aha! I found it! Yes! Now for the incantation. Whosoever touches this gem shall possess the power of the crimson bands of Sidorak. Henceforth, you who read these words shall become forevermore a human... What? No! Where is it? Where is it? I had ultimate power in the grasp of my hand! Oh well... I guess it's back to reading segues for Dude Could You Imagine. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Tom Case. And I'm Will Stark. Will, this question is... It kind of relates to someone that I really love in the comic book world. Okay. Um, so another superhero a, Um, No, another supervillain oh, uh, question. Okay. But this sure. is actually where this supervillain gets his powers from. Okay. And the question is... What if you found the Crimson Bands of Sidorak? Oh my gosh, okay. So, <laughs> now, go ahead. I was just going to say, just, just for a, a quick, you know, the parameters is, you know, <laughs> instead of, uh, you know, Kane Marco, who's most famous known as the Juggernaut mm-hmm. in Marvel Universe, mm-hmm. um, you know, he's the one that actually finds the gem, the, the, the ruby gem. Yeah. Uh, that is, uh, has the power of Sidorak. Mm-hmm. So, um, but instead of him, it's you that finds it. And so it's I'm finding impressed. the gem, not the bands. Well, so this is the funny part. It okay. is a gem, right? It's yeah. like a ruby. Yeah. Um, they call it the bands of Sidorak too. That's the weird part. And it's probably just continuity error. So, okay, yeah, go be- ahead. because technically, uh, when I was doing the research on it, <clears throat> you know, well, let me first give you, give the Fritz fact here, because yeah, I know a lot of people probably know Juggernaut. I think a lot of people have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. They, they know of Juggernaut, but they may not know yeah. exactly where his powers come from. Most likely people who don't really read the comics, but they watch the movies. The movies kind of let on that the Juggernaut's powers are mutant powers, right? right? Which always kind of... I didn't really like that because his powers aren't mutant powers. And, and originally, his powers are supposed to be... You know, they're, they're magical powers. Yeah, they're magic. That's, that's where he, he gets them from. Um, and the fact that they changed it, I thought it it was a cool idea, but ultimately I, I don't like that they would continue with that. I would hope that in this, the new MCU, Mm -hmm. that they would, you know, when they redo that that character. When we get a juggernaut, but I mean, Yeah. yeah, I think the obvious, the obvious reason that it was done the way it was done was because the universes in which, uh, the Fox X-Men movies were, there was only mutants. There was Mm -hmm. no other powers really established. So why confuse the the theoretical confusable audience? Yeah. And 
Uh, the actor that they did have, uh, that they played, uh, Juggernaut in X-Men 3, I really liked. <clears throat> you did? I, I liked him. I, di- I didn't think he was bad. Okay. You know what I mean? But, uh, but ultimately, I think, just like the Hulk, mm-hmm. you need Juggernaut to be CGI because he has to be big. He has to be, you know, That's menacing. Tough. That's tough. Because well, you got to make him, you know, it's easier. I don't know. Maybe <clears throat> I'm, I'm wrong here, but I almost feel. The Hulk being green makes him easier to make CGI believable. Does that make sense? Well, here's the thing. Yeah. Juggernaut already made an, an appearance in the MCU. Yeah. Because he's in Deadpool 2. Oh, yeah. So, I, you're going to have to draw my memory. I yeah, saw it, but I don't remember he, what it looked like. He, he looked, you know, he looked like the Juggernaut, um, okay. he, but he was huge. He was right. like big, he like CG, the Hulk. He was CGI, and he big. was CGI. There was no I human know. that could play him okay. in this in this version. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, he was CGI. Did he, he looked good. He, he looked good. Okay. I thought it looked good. Right. Uh, he rips Deadpool in half, which I thought was awesome because that's, that is something that the dead that uh, not Juggernaut that Juggernaut would do. would do, and that's something that would happen in the comic. <laughs> to, to, yeah, exactly. Especially to someone like Deadpool. Yeah, but. Uh, yeah, and he was awesome in that. I they don't explain anything about the Juggernaut in that film, other than the fact that he was uh, he was found in this like super high max facility prison. And that's awesome because you don't need to explain anything. You know, he's just big, strong dude. Exactly, right? yeah, he's unstoppable. But the the thing that that leads me to think that they might still use his power as being a mutant power mm-hmm. is because everyone in that supermax prison it was it was designed for people with powers mm-hmm. and the way that they stopped having the powers they had uh these dampeners that would uh these things that go around their neck that would lock together and it would dampen or and completely oh, is that stop. How they take, that's how they take him out right yeah uh well so th- it doesn't say how he got caught Mm-hmm. They just mentioned that there's this, there's a monster in the basement. I think that's the line they use. Okay. And you hear like this big, like boom, like something that shook the whole prison, right? Right. And in Deadpool 2, you know, one of the characters, uh, the kid, you know, I don't, you, did you see Deadpool 2? I don't know. I did once and I oh, don't okay. remember so, it like at all. So the, I really like the first one though. <laughs> yeah. So, so the, so the, the kid that, that, uh, goes into jail with Deadpool, mm-hmm. um, Decides, you know, he learns like you need to make friends in prison with the biggest, baddest motherfucker that you can find. So and who that, who he is that? He makes friends with the juggernaut, not knowing who he is at first. Yeah. But he gives him like extra food and he's yeah. like, oh, you and me, we're going to make it out of here, mate. You know, yeah. like he's talking to him and right. stuff. <clears throat> Later on, it's revealed that it's the juggernaut. Mm-hmm. But obviously, if he was in that prison, they probably put a dampener on his neck too. Yeah, I think it's to be implied, for sure. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. Here's a question, and maybe you'll remember. Um, I know for sure in the X3 movie, this is not the case, but do they do they uh, imply any connection between Charles and um, and Juggernaut? No. Because and they Yeah, they didn't, because uh, the most famous person that has played Juggernaut is the character Kane Marco. I shouldn't say played Juggernaut. The person that becomes the Juggernaut, the character, mm-hmm. his name is Kane Marco, okay. who's I think the half brother of Charles Xavier. Yes, I thought it was step brother, but or step or yeah, yeah, one, maybe one it's step brother. I think yeah, yeah it's step brother yeah. of of Professor X. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Charles Xavier, and um, it doesn't make that connection. They didn't they didn't mention anything yeah. about that again because they probably don't want to confuse it. Exactly. Like, what do you mean yeah. it's a step brother? I know, right? And, uh, but, you know, but I'm kind of glad. And he's not even a mutant. He's his stepbrother, yeah, but he's not and even a mutant. mutant. Yeah, that's exactly. Hilarious. But the thing that's cool about that is that means the MCU can kind of fix it. They still have room, wiggle room to be, to explain more about Juggernaut, because I wish they would bring him back as a yeah. villain. Do we have you know, confirmation that X-Men is even happening? Like, so within the foreseeable future? Like, I believe in, um, like before 2024. What's the, what's the movie that I think, I think in, um, 
December, Spider-Man No Way Home comes out. Or or is it in the Multiverse of Madness? I, I think it's in the Spider-Man one. I think they mention Professor Xavier. In the Spider-Man some, one. In, in, in Spider-Man No Way Home. Oh, no, no, no. Maybe it's not that one. Maybe it has to be... In Multiverse of Madness, because No Way Home that isn't that yeah, like up for contention between Sony and Marvel. As it well. is, but Sony is allowing them to be, and it's going to be a part of like the MCU. Do too. they resolve that? Yeah. I heard. They I were think they did. Again. Okay, whatever. Yeah. All right, we're going to. I know it's going to. Yeah, we're going to have subject. All right. Anyways, so, back to the Crimson <clears throat> Band slash Crimson Gem slash Sidorak. Yeah. Slash so, uh, for all of us who know about Juggernaut, he uh, he actually gets his power from a deity or a demon. Mm-hmm. Some people. Believe him to be a demon. Some think he's like a god, it's right? A, it's like uh, a cosmologically, a cosmological level entity. Yeah, exactly. That, that sounds even Marvel more. has a billion, a billion of them. them yeah. yeah, and in fact, uh, Sidorak isn't the only one of his kind. There were these. There was these other ones that you know what I mean right. that, that were vying for like the control over the universe. Right. You know, they sure. always do. But just for a little history, um, Sidorak actually a Marvel character, com- a Marvel comic character. Uh, first mentioned in Strange Tales um, number 124, but he actually made his first appearance in Doctor Strange, Sorcerer Supreme number 44 in August of 1992. And basically, Sidorak, um, like I said, he's like a deity uh, with enormous, ma- enormous magical power, actually provides the crimson bands of Sidorak to Doctor Strange uh, for him to use as like a shield against enemies um or these like they're like indestructible bands that Doctor Strange can use if you've to like seen Infinity War mm-hmm. um Doctor Strange uses what is essentially supposed to be them against Thanos against to Thanos, like yeah. stop him from from using the glove I think they all wrap mul- around his yeah, arms and his and he multiplies and himself and each one of his multiples yeah. uses that yeah, yeah exactly um um, what's funny is in the comics, like Doctor Strange has a real tendency to to yell out like the Crimson Bands of Scissor as he uses them. Of course, he doesn't do it in the movies, although it would be hilarious if he did. I know, I know. I kind of thought it would be, it would probably be a little cheesy, but you know, it'll be funny. But um, have you seen um, Venture Brothers? No, there is an amazing Doctor Strange like uh, parody. Mm-hmm. His name is Doctor Orpheus, and he. Is he yells in like uh, all his attacks and stuff like that, just, just like Doctor Strange? It's really funny though. You oh, gotta really? check out Venture Brothers one of these days. Doctor Orif is one of my favorite characters. I'm still waiting to watch Adventure Time that you recommended. Oh yeah, so I have to get. Let me get. Let me finish all those first, and Absolutely. then I can. Um, I'm not going to go too much into the rest of this because there's a lot of stuff here. Of course, the comics change a lot of the storylines and everything. Also, Sidorak's not a very interesting character. I'm yeah, Sidorak himself is. Yeah, yeah, it's not that. But just just real quickly. Um, other people have donned the mantle of the Juggernaut, right? Which is when you get the power of of from the bands of Sidorak or from the Ruby Gem. Gem, I should say. Um, so I need clarification. Does the Ruby Gem just give you Juggernaut powers? Because that's weird. Okay, so here's the thing, and this is the part I wanted to get to. Okay. Uh, so it says that a long time ago, right, in mm-hmm. the ancient times, um, Morgan Le Fay, I guess the the ancient sorceress, mm-hmm. um, she's a big bad in in Marvel. In yeah, the comics, yeah, she's, yeah, she's a big bad. Uh, she Sidorak uh, has existed since the time of her, you know, obviously, right? Okay, and even then, offered his magic to his worshippers for power. She was like a worshipper, but, but so she got the power, right? Mm-hmm. But and I'm gonna just leave it with Kane Marco as Juggernaut because okay. there's been other people's Juggernaut. Sure. Another most famous was an X Men, which was Colossus. 
Right. Yeah, Colossus Knot. Uh, if anyone ever seen the that's, picture of Colossus so Knot, it's so overpowered. Like, you know, it's also stupid. Like, yeah, yeah, it's I also know. dumb. Yeah. Um, so Kane Marco during the Korean War, uh, he and his brother or stepbrother, Charles Xavier, uh, were in the army together, right? In the military. And they, uh, Kane Marco ran into like a, a cave because he wanted to avoid being attacked by the enemy. Well, Xavier follows him and, you know, convinces him to rejoin the battle to avoid a court-martial, you know, from running away. Right. And, um, however, Xavier recognizes that this cave contains the Temple of Sidorak. And Marco, he just saw a ruby and remarked how the ruby appeared to be living. So he picked it up despite Xavier's warning. And this is where I don't understand how he knows to read this unless somehow it was written where he could... Written in English or, you know, somehow written there where he knows. But here's how you would get the power. You find the gem and you're holding it and you have to say this inscription. (laughs) Whosoever touches this gem shall possess the power of the crimson bands of Sidorak. Henceforth, you who read these words shall become forevermore a human juggernaut. And then, that's interesting. Okay, so first mm-hmm. off, it's magic, and in Marvel, yeah, exactly. magic's not well explained. It's worse in DC, but it's mm-hmm. it's pretty bad in Marvel too. Um, I, I would just chalk it up to like whoever sees it can read it in their own language, whatever they're. they're that's what yeah. I would say. Yeah, every I mean, time I hear anything in D and D, that's exactly how that would yeah. work. Um, on our Instagram, I, I posted a meme where it literally says, it's like, it's magic. I don't have to explain shit. You know what I mean? And that's so true. Because a lot of times there's magic. And I know, no, I'm not saying it's right to do that. Right. But there's a lot of times when there's magic involved, they don't explain anything because they're just like, it's magic. Yeah. It, and that's very true. I could talk for a very long time about that. Um, I do find the, the wording interesting. So whosoever reads this description or whatever shall have the power of the Crimson Bands of Sidorak. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure the whole thing about the, the, the Crimson Bands that Dr. Shinji <clears throat> uses is that they're unbreakable. They cannot yeah, be broken, that's, right? That's, is that, that's, says, their, that's their deal? Yeah, it says they're indestructible. They're indestructible. Mm-hmm. So, okay, so you would think, okay, so he he would be indestructible, but that's not exactly Juggernaut's powers. Uh, that's a part of his powers. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I guess, yeah, he is yeah, indestructible. Yeah, he's indestructible. You're right. You're right. Yeah. He's, the, he's the unstoppable Bull force. force. Yeah. So that's what he gets. He gets unending momentum. Exactly. And that's right. the one one part I found interesting on when they tried to make his power a mutant power. Mm-hmm. Like, in my head, like, I'm how thinking, do you like, that genetically? yeah, 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 genetically, sense. right, to the cellular sense. level. Yeah. I'm like, how does, how do, what happens that generates a, this force to where when he gains any kind of momentum, you cannot stop him no matter what. Right, you know what I right, mean? Exactly. Like, but, you know, that's how, that's how they wanted to go with it. Now, if it was magic, easy. It's magic, right? right. You know, but, but they didn't want to introduce magic. Exactly. To All right. So I, re- <laughs> somehow I'm in the, the temple of Sidorak. Somehow I've ended up here against my will. And, uh, I, I see the gem and like an idiot, I read the inscription. Um, <laughs> like an idiot. <laughs> so now I, I can just like, like, what are the basics of the powers I have? Can you can you give me, like, so a list the, of my powers? So, the basics... Oh, yeah. The basics power is you have immense superhuman strength. Okay. I mean, you got to imagine, you know, like, the Hulk and the Juggernaut have fought. And there has been times where the Juggernaut has bested the Hulk. You know, like... Like, of course, there's always back and forth. You know what I mean? But uh, but I'm just saying, like, I just want you to grasp the type of strength that the no, Juggernaut No, I understand possesses. that, but I just want you to understand that Juggernaut's strength in the comics is mm-hmm. so inconsistent. Like oh, yeah, that's... Sometimes he's only, like... 
uh, he's only like between he's like Spider-Man's level strength, which people underestimate all the time because Spider-Man's strong as fuck. Oh hell yeah! But like that's where Juggernaut is about that level a, mm-hmm. mo- a lot of the time. Other times, yeah, suddenly he's able. He's to able Hulk, to. Yeah, you know? I know. And it's the same with Colossus, by the way. He's a great example of someone whose mm-hmm. strength fluctuates all over the fucking place in those comics. Sometimes um, too, like the Thing. As well. The thing too, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they do kind of have, it's you know, but place. the same also happens the Hulk. But at least the Hulk's, uh, you know, the Hulk's peaks and valleys strong as there is. Yeah, even yeah. though the Hulk's peaks and valleys, the valleys are still usually way so, stronger than you know. For me, in my head canon, and in what I think is like the most established canon, like Hulk and Thor are magnitude stronger than Juggernaut, Juggernaut. Thing, and Colossus. Like I would definitely put, the thing, I would put yeah, those definitely. I would put Colossus and the Juggernaut in their own like category. Mm-hmm. The thing under that, and I would put Hulk and Thor like three categories above that in pure power. For pure power, yeah. yeah. But I just want you to know that you have immense strength cool. because I I don't want you to think like you. I want you to know that you're going to have to make a conscious effort effort to, to not crush things. exactly right. You okay. know, now you have the now you have oh, your newborn. Sucks. I'm so you know, that's clumsy, the, that's, bro. That's, dude, I'm I know so that's clumsy. what I was thinking. Uh, well, I'm not thinking that you were clumsy. I'm just thinking someone that may be clumsy that would be a hard time. Right, right. Um, you also cannot be stopped, whether you are conscious of this or not. Maybe you're walking. Maybe your fiance wants to like, oh, give me a hug. Well, if you're walking, <laughs> I can't be stopped. Time, yeah, yeah. Well, if you're walking and you didn't stop, like you didn't know, like mm-hmm. it's. You know, I can stop myself, right? You can stop yourself. Okay, yes, okay. yes, yes. You can stop yourself. I that, can't stop. That, I know that would suck. <laughs> you're. I'm sorry. You're gonna get crushed into this wall. I'm sorry. You know. Okay. Um, <laughs> Yeah, oh my god, I just imagine. Um, let's see, what did I say? Oh. So I have, I, I'm immune to inertia, or I have, um, I have limitless inertia. And then, that's I, a good way to I'm put it. Strong, yeah, you have limitless, um, so strong. you are also indestructible. <laughs> okay, so, cool. Yeah. But what do you mean by indestructible? Like, can my skin not be penetrated? Can I not be, can I not no. bleed? No, you can't. Okay. Um, also, if you, Oh, can I can I be can I asphyxiate like can I can I, I was just about to bring yeah. that up oh, that's so okay. funny um I have seen things where as long as he is if he was running let's mm-hmm. say and because he doesn't float at least that's what I've seen <laughs> okay. right yeah uh, I think this actually came from the 1990s X-Men right. uh cartoon okay right if he's running and he happens to be running through to the through through the ocean, sure. Um, the ocean cannot stop him oh, yeah. since since this, these bands of Sidorak are magic. Yeah. So it will not kill him as well. He cannot drown or asphyxiate. What? Yeah. You, well, why not? Like, do I need to breathe or not? You don't when you're when you're going like that. Like, if that it was something, you know what I mean? I know sense. it's magic, bro. I don't have to explain <laughs> shit. It's magic. No, but that's how it seemed to work. You know what I mean? And I was surprised at that too. But I guess you know it. It kind of makes him almost. I don't want to say invincible, like totally, but it seemed that way. To be honest with you, can he be lit on fire? He's indestructible, I, I right? Yeah, he can be lit on fire, it is, it, but he it, won't burn because that—that is destruction incarnate. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's like it would stop him, right? It, a normal person would would be stopped by that, so it couldn't stop the Juggernaut, so he wouldn't get burned. So he can't burn. Yeah, exactly. What if he launched Juggernaut into the sun? Um, you know what? This is the way I take it. I. If he if he has that momentum, this is the way I'm to understand it. I don't know if this is real. No, I, I have momentum, the, I, bitch, you can't yeah, stop I me. have the feeling that that's what it oh is. Like God. the magic, that's how this magic 
works somehow. Uh, have like, I told you? I don't like the Juggernaut as a character very much. Oh, you never told me that. No, before. I don't care for him very much. Mm. Um, I'm not. He's I'm actually not, one not, of my favorites. I'm not one for the big bulky like. Yeah. Like the Hulk at least has pathos, right? The Hulk is like, I'm Hulk, but I don't want to be Hulk. <laughs> but I have to be uh, Hulk to save world. You yeah. know. We've all heard the story, mm-hmm. but. Juggernaut's or, pathos or is I'm an asshole. He wants to be Hulk. He doesn't want to be puny. puny yeah, it's al- yeah, it's always one or the other. Yeah. But my point is he has pathos. Yeah. Juggernaut does not. Um, wh- what would I do? I mean, I would have to live very carefully. <laughs> I don't know what else to tell you, Tom. Like, <laughs> Yeah, um, let's go through certain would things. Would I use so. my powers for gain? Um, I mean, you already know where I'm I going would, with that. I would probably... <laughs> I mean, I could see myself using it in a performance-based uh, way in which, like, I was trying to break Guinness World Re- Records and stuff. Although, maybe I'm cheating. So, Well, that's powers. what I was going to say. So, that means you wouldn't tell anyone. I know you normally, on all my questions, yeah. like, you wouldn't tell anyone except for no, your fiancé No, I wouldn't sister. tell anybody yeah. except oh, for my fiancé Yeah, my there's sister. only two people, <laughs> your fiancé and your sister. Yeah, because, like, I don't want them trying to capture me and do experiments Yeah, on me. so if you did try to do that with the Guinness... Technically, it would be cheating because the Guinness Book of World Records is supposed to be people, right? Of, I, I, and the, that's exactly where my mind went. So now I got to backtrack. No, I probably. Oh, wouldn't so you do wouldn't? That. Though I don't think I don't that. think I would do anything competitive. I'm like, how can I use this in a way? So competitions off off the table. Okay, well, would you use it for a, a type of, let's say, military force or law enforcement? No, no. Uh, like no. assistance? No, no. no. in no, no way, no shape, way. or form. No, okay. What do you mean the assistance? Well, like vigilante say, style? Like? Uh, no, let's say, let's say, you know, there are going to be certain, uh, situations that let's say the SWAT team or, or the bomb squad or someone sees mm-hmm. and they're like, you know, hey, will or not. You know what I mean? You're, please. <laughs> no, 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 no. Do we're not, not ever okay. say that in the will or not. My You're the God. will or not. They're like, will or not. No, it's like, <laughs> no, like they're going to, they're going to say juggernaut, you know, come yeah. over here. Okay, the surrounding buildings, everything, they've all been evacuated. We don't know what's inside other than the fact that... Let's so just say, I'm a superhero, so you're saying being yeah, you know I'm I mean? being implemented. Yeah, because um, No, because I don't want to draw I don't want to draw attention. Like mm-hmm. the government will capture me, bro. They will do experiments on me. If if not and then they're gonna get the information because I'm just gonna tell them. I'm well, gonna, I was gonna say I they, saw a gem, I read it, yeah. my bad. They would try to do it. Can I give on you me? the gem? Yeah. Like oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. So, see, that's what I'm saying. You're indestructible. So I mean, would that really worry you still? Yeah. Yeah, they, because guess what? The, if they can't hurt me, they're, they're just going to grab my loved ones. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we've Which all we've all heard say. the story. It's you know what I mean? The truth, that's man. sad to it's say. Like, our own government. You I know? mean, any government, all the governments doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, but what was I saying? So yeah, I don't want to draw attention to myself. So like, I would want to use my strength for good. But I would want to keep it within the realm of the real, within the realm of the natural, not the supernatural. So what? So okay, let's go back to what you did say first. Would you do vigilante justice? No. Not at all either. No, not not. At I all. mean, like wearing something where no one can. <sighs> I mean, you know. it, the thing about vigilante justice is uh, number one, I'm mostly against it, pretty much 100. percent Especially in this case. In this case, like my only ability is like straight, like physical power. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I'm not able to teleport. Like, okay, let's say I had teleportation. Yeah, that's true. Because that's my favorite power. So yeah. I, I'd like to talk about that yeah. for a minute. Okay. <laughs> Sorry about your question. We're going to go yeah, to my favorite yeah. power. No, but seriously, if I had teleportation, like, and let's say I, I am trying to keep it under wraps and I'm not doing the whole vigilante thing. If I find myself in a situation where I see people in danger and it's like, I can get in there and get them out. Like, I would feel ethically obligated to do so. 
obviously I would try and hide my identity and like do it in such a way where I don't get caught. Mm-hmm. If I'm if I'm the juggernaut, like, and I see someone like at the top of a building that's on fire, I don't think there's anything I could do to help them. You know what I mean? Like, I might break yeah. the building down if I try. Number one, mm-hmm. like, like how often w- will I be in the area where I can literally see someone getting assaulted and do something? Yeah, about it, it? that all I mean, depends. It's on so how much fast more limiting. You like, could travel just, there. I couldn't be a vigilante. There's just mm-hmm. it would just never come up. Yeah, like, that's why in order to do that, you it would be have to be in the capacity of some military or law enforcement. Yeah, so I don't think that's happening, and I'm definitely not pursuing it. Um, I'm trying to think of, like, how can one, besides the whole vigilante thing, how could one, like, what is a job or a profession where one uses their strength to do good, yeah. but isn't, like, a competitive thing? Because I don't want to cheat either. See, I, I was thinking, I was just about to bring that up. I wanted to say... You know, economically, what would you do for like a job, provide for your family or right. whatever, whatnot? So I would think with his powers, he'd be totally suited for things like demolition and construction because you would be. That sounds like would, a nightmare. I hate that. I don't want to do that. <laughs> why not? I because mean, would be I'm paying, a creative person. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Okay, but that doesn't mean you can't be. I mean, I I'm just, just saying, like a fucking ripped ass joker. I'm an artist, damn it. Yeah, I know. You're sitting here trying to do your podcast, and every time you press a key on the laptop, it's all it breaks the whole laptop. Everyone only wants to be my friend for my muscles, not my words. Yeah, but you know what though? You know, it's funny how you're talking like that. Though, yeah, I know. Because like, it I, I don't be think. Me. Yeah, I think you would still possess your intelligence. Well, yeah, I know. I'm just know? making a joke, yeah, Tom. No, I know. But it's funny that I, that you chose to do that. Yeah, I was like, yeah. hmm, you know what? It's not like like the Hulk, right? The Hulk right. does, you know, usually. Yeah. But um, no, I would say that would be the perfect job, right? Sure. Like, except for I hate. Like, I used to work in construction. I fucking hate it. Why did you hate it? It's just I'm not. That's not how my brain works. I'm not handicraft. I'm like I'm not good with building, making, putting together, or even taking apart. Like my mind doesn't work that way. See, I, I find those things boring. They don't oh, occupy okay. my brain space. So it had nothing to do with like maybe the physical Lack of hardships no. and stuff like that. No, I was quite the there, strong like... lad. I'm still quite the strong <laughs> lad. Like, and as juggernaut, you're even a stronger yeah, exactly. lad. Exactly. Right? So it's not really the issue. You know what? Because in my head, I was thinking of things like you know those people who get paid to like like in the old days of Vegas when mm-hmm. they were dropping down the old casinos and stuff and building the new ones yeah. you know those people who who were the demolition teams you know got got paid buku bucks to right. make sure you know i could see you doing that you know whenever there's people you know you would be yeah, the one to who's hire who's gonna hire this crazy person who's like yeah i'll just take it out with my bare hands and then i do it yeah and then i become famous and then the government comes and gets me and then they steal my love oh ones. you're still like, on yeah your, okay so i see what there's saying. nothing you're, i yeah. can do like, yeah well then yeah then, then literally there is nothing you can do without the government knowing with yeah these exactly yeah. that's what i'm saying you, they will always know and hear about you using these powers it's, it's yeah there's true. no way that's just the truth mm-hmm. Now, if we existed in a world in which the government, for some reason, left me alone, um, I don't know. Like, there's not, like, a lot I would want to do with my strength, necessarily. Like, wow. Do you, what would you do, Tom? I would be... Everything that you've said no to, I would have done. <laughs> like, I would have done it's it like, all, I don't want to be... <laughs> like, that sounds exhausting, number one. Well, oh, you know what's the interesting thing about that, too? You don't get like, tired? Is that the power? When he's running... Well, so I've heard. I don't okay. know if that's confirmed or not, but right. yeah, that's what I've, I've, I've discovered that, too. 
Um, so are you saying that I could like theoret? Oh no, it, I could theoretically run in a in an infinite circle and never get tired mm-hmm. because that would have slowed you down. I wonder you. if I could find some way to utilize that that time where I don't need sleep to do other things. Oh wow! <laughs> I mean, but it's but while you're running, like I don't like what what the fuck am I supposed to do? Well, I'm like barreling through things. Yeah, you know what? You know what? Makes me. You brought up something interesting too. Yeah. Does Juggernaut have to sleep if he's doing something right where he doesn't want to be stopped or can't be stopped? And if he gets tired, that's going to make him stop. I mean, he Would eventually that... has to get tired, right? It just doesn't yeah, make sense. I wonder. Even the that Flash gets weird. tired. That's true. I, 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 he has to get tired. That's stupid. Yeah. If he's, a, it's already stupid that he doesn't need to breathe. Apparently. You know, and the other thing too, if we're talking about like weaknesses and stuff, is if in this universe there is a Charles Xavier, right. well, we already know he's susceptible to uh, mental psionic. Si- yeah, stuff. Psionic that's why he wears stuff. the stupid helmet. Yeah. Which I wonder, did Magneto give that to him? I don't remember. I because I know Magneto was the one I think who made that. Yeah, to, like, well, Magneto has his own helmet. From, yeah, so because I mean, he knows know, about Charles, we know anti-psychic helmet technology is possible in the world mm-hmm. of Marvel. Just yeah. two examples. <laughs> um, yeah, but I don't know. What would you do? Like, what would be your first thought? Because for me, I'm just like, fuck. How do I implement this into my life? Not how I did try and think about utilizing it for money, but like the only way seemed unethical. So I'm okay with that. You know what? Um, so here's the thing. I know that you would, you would, you hate the like government involvement right i depending on what they're doing Mm -hmm. to me which in this case if i'm the juggernaut there's not a lot they could do but you are right it would suck if they really did go after your your um they they're gonna go after your loved ones bro because like if you're that strong Mm -hmm. something they need something to keep you in check they can't exactly are you kidding me but if they didn't go that route, if if there, I, but if there was a way where where I would, I told them because like my first thought, I'll be honest, when I was thinking of this, I was thinking, you know what? At first, I was thinking I would try to help the government in the military, right? To not like because since I'm indestructible, right? right I could not, I could save a bunch of our soldiers' lives where they don't have to go in there. You know what I mean? To like risk their lives. And it, I don't know what the situation would be, but a situation where I, where I can take care of okay. whatever the enemy is doing. So we got a few problems here. Okay. Okay. <laughs> the number one being there's no fucking way they'd let you do that because every single arms and military uh, development company mm-hmm. would be fucking fuming from the oh, fact that they're, they're not getting money. paid. Yeah, so that's true. That's not happening. Number well, two yeah. is you're going to be sent on. Ethically questionable mission after ethically questionable mission. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, I would garner, I would wager that 95% of all your missions are anywhere from morally great to downright despicable. Which is why, which is why afterwards I chose, I would not do that. Yeah. But that was my first thought. Number right? three, they're not going to let you choose. They're going to kidnap your wife and kids. <laughs> and then make and me make do that. Do, yes, exactly. Yeah. Welcome to the real world, Tom. No, I'm kidding. I'm I know. Like, way to ruin being the juggernaut, Will. Will or not. No, just like. Um, but then, I'll be honest with you. I, I probably would, even though I know this will bring back government involvement, probably. Yeah. But I, I really would like that SWAT job or the bomb squad job. Yeah. You know I, mean, I mean, no, that's because, cool. Like, it's like you go in there, you jump on the bomb, right? Yeah. And then also, it would, it would, uh, fix the, I would open myself up to all the agencies, though. Yeah. Like, if, like, you know, I wouldn't just be like, oh, I'm only going to be here in, yeah. uh, in a, a world where you're not utilized by the government yeah. and you, like, 
can murk yourself out. You know? I would do that. I yeah. would murk myself out. I mean, that would be that would be know? cool. It'd be cool if that mm-hmm. would be the world and that would be the way yeah. it played out. If if our military wasn't so you know twisted, I and, mean, and, it's just it's just the nature of governments mm-hmm. and power power balance and stuff like that. Yeah. Like you would create a, such a huge power imbalance and also like an unknown, uncheckable force, if you will, that like they would have to find a way to to. To have a failsafe, you know. What That's I mean? why I also would ultimately choose not to to do it for the military, though. Like, mm-hmm. uh, is because of the fact that in other countries they're going to be like, oh, well, now they have this superpower. Essentially, I would they would look at me as a WMD, you know what I mean, right. a weapon of mass destruction, exactly. and now they would probably try to do something to, you know, equal their might yeah. against ours. You know, uh, another thing to think about too is if the the red ruby is real, what else is real? What other magic? Oh yeah. That's what true. other entities from beyond are real? Like, who knows what else comes out of this once this begins? Because I guarantee you, like, once it comes out that like number one magic is real and it comes from an entity called Sidorak, at the very least, mm-hmm. and there are ancient artifacts which can grant us magic, the whole world's getting scoured by everybody who, with any money. They're looking in every ancient tome. They're yep. digging up everywhere. And in fact, that's funny you bring that up because. The reason why that was even found, right? And I told you, like, like before, there was other jugger, quote unquote, juggernauts, right? Each person that have has found this ruby and have used it, used it in different ways. Mm-hmm. It wasn't necessarily the way like our Kane Marco juggernaut was, right? But uh, you know, it's funny that you say that because Sidorak, uh, uh, amongst other gods of of his era. Um, they, they wanted to, they had a war, like they had, they wanted to see who was the most powerful. So what they ended up doing was they said, okay, create an object or an item that you will imbue with, with a fraction of your powers. And then, um, you know, someone and uh, someone will come by and find a human, one of the, they call them the first humans, right? Back then will find this and there, and there'll be eight of them. Cause I think there was eight gods mm-hmm. and that human who found that item of that God will then be your representative. Yeah, your your exemplar, right? Mm-hmm. So then these exemplars will rule one eighth of humanity of the world, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And it's, and obviously when that happens, what's gonna happen next? War. War. And so the last person standing, whoever was that God's exemplar, then they would know that's the strongest God. Okay. Right? Indeed. That's that's the whole Very reason. Very And you are right, because yeah. then if if Sidorak exists, so do so do those other gods. Yeah. And everyone would be scouring. Do you know anything else about these ex- exemplars? Do you know like what powers they had, or did they have names? I'm just curious. Oh if you don't, no, I, if you I don't. actually no, I tried looking up a, a lot of them, but um, since it was just Sidorak, it, mm-hmm. they didn't go into all the other gods. So okay. I would have to look into each god's exemplar. Yeah. yeah. Maybe some old news in the future. Oh, that would be a good one. Yeah. Yeah. But dude, I'm the juggernaut, bitch. This just in, a new study suggests leaving an Apple Podcast review is very important for a newly created podcast. So please don't forget to leave an Apple Podcast review. In financial news, Patreon supporters are among the most appreciated in the podcast industry. You can support the DCYI team by heading over to patreon.com slash dude could you imagine. This has been Fritz Frivolous, reminding you to like, comment, and subscribe. Will and Tom, back to you. The Snap, a cosmic event affecting the entire universe. Brought on by Thanos, the Mad Titan, with a snap of a finger while wearing a gauntlet containing all five Infinity Stones. 
wiping out half of all life within the cosmos. Five years later, the Hulk, using a similar gauntlet created by Tony Stark, aka Iron Man, with again all five Infinity Stones, brought back all the lives that were blinked out of existence. But what if you were a part of the snap? What if you were blinked out of existence for five years, then came back, becoming what society would later name The Returned? How would you feel? How would you integrate back into society? Or maybe even harder yet, how would you move forward with your life? Let us listen to two of The Returned, Will and Tom, as they try not to blink while giving an answer. And we're back. Indeed. So this one I was thinking about the other day, and it really kind of hit a, you know, it tugged on a heartstring of mine mm. because I know how I would feel. And, you know, I'm sure we'll discuss that too. But the question I'm is. afraid. What are you about to ask me? <laughs> be very afraid, Will. <laughs> what if you were snapped out of existence by Thanos, then returned five years later, but your fiance had moved on? <laughs> Okay, well, um, well, parameters. So, Go ahead. Parameters yeah. is Thanos and all the other stuff probably exists in this world because yeah. uh, you know if he does, so do the rest. Yeah, we got a lot of lot of big problems in this universe. <laughs> yes, exactly. And you got and let's say, um, yeah. So let's say in 2016, mm-hmm. uh, you got snapped out of existence. Uh-huh. It happened in 2016, yeah. <laughs> and now you came back, okay. right? And when you come back. You found out that uh, a lot of people in your life moved on. Right. But one of the most important is that your fiance Mm -hmm. moved Mm -hmm. on and she's married now. Sure. Basically, what I want to know is how would you feel on that? If if you came back and saw that, now, would you feel that no because of the fact... And and it wasn't like you guys were on the outs or anything when you snapped. When you snapped... It was in the, right in the middle of your relationship. Yeah, sure. Yeah. It would be like <clears throat> right now. Now, would you feel that like, okay, <clears throat> leave this new person you're <laughs> with now. You're, you're back with me. I'm, um, you know, I'm back now. Right. Like, I'm back now. <laughs> Get this fucking <laughs> schmuck out of here. Um, yeah, exactly. So I think five, it's five years, right? So I think mm-hmm. the, honestly, honestly, the, the biggest, the first thing on my mind, the thing that like I'm probably going to be the most concerned and obsessed with is my son is now five years old. And yeah. I'm going to be wanting to just spend time with him more, more so than anything else going mm-hmm. on when it comes to this situation. Um, but he doesn't know you're his dad. Well, I mean, I'm sure she would have told him, you know, oh, yeah, you know, your dad, he passed. Oh, well, yeah, maybe. Yeah. But, like, but he wouldn't. Yeah. You know, yeah so himself, my like, goal here is to get to know my son and mm-hmm. to spend time with him. As for, like, the, the new relationship... If she's happy and things are going well and the family's being treated well and like, then, you know, she can make whatever decision she wants to make. I'm not, like, her happiness is way more important than, than, you know, mine in this particular, like, circumstance. Again, my focus is on this, on my son mm-hmm. and on, you know, on everyone just <clears throat> being healthy and happy and good. Like, uh, plus, like, I got a lot of shit to figure out. If I've been gone for 10 years, I got to figure out a new five income. Years. Five years. I got to figure out a new income. I got to I figure out what's been going on in the world, my place in the world. Like, let's, uh, okay, let's, let's, let me throw a wrench in your, in okay. your little, in your cog here. Your son <laughs> in, died. In your, I'm like, fuck! No, 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 no. <laughs> okay. I, no, no, no. No. Uh, well, let me ask you this. What if, uh, you know, because you've been gone for so long, mm-hmm. this new person in your fiance's life, let's just, let's call him, Joe Nonsense, right? Joe Nonsense, <laughs> okay, right? Joe Nonsense. <laughs> Joe Nonsense 
now has legally adopted your son. Yeah. Right? And Michelle sure. wanted that too, right? Sure. And your son's calling this new guy dad. Yeah. And everything like that. Now, because he has the legal rights to that, mm-hmm. how would you feel if he was like, no, I, I don't want him confused now. I'm his father. You're, you're not going <laughs> well, to. Well, number one, like, I'm pretty sure the courts are going to side with me 100%. I'm mm-hmm. not even concerned about that. I'm like, all right, well, I guess I'm taking you to court now, bro. You think even, uh, like, the, the re- let's call the people, everyone who returned, let's, they call them the, the returned. returned. Yeah. So, so you think that the government will allow the returned to have <laughs> all the standing legal, uh, I think that they're going that, to have to come <clears throat> up with some sort of process because mm-hmm. this is definitely not going to be an isolated incident. We're talking about this is going to be an incident in every country in the millions. Mm-hmm. This is going to be everywhere. So there's going to have to be some sort of like, okay, well, we got to we gotta figure out some sort of like system in which like this works. You know what I mean? All all like parents in this situation have, have custody rights of some sort. Yeah. So there, there would probably be something that goes on there. Yeah, I think the government would, because it, it's definitely not an issue of like, um, you know, a, neg- a neglectful father yeah, exactly. or a deadbeat right. dad, quote unquote, and, you know, someone and who then, just left. All honesty, like, again, I wouldn't be afraid of that because Joe Nonsense mm-hmm. would probably get knocked the fuck out by Michelle <laughs> because she'd be like, what? Yeah. Like no, you're a fucking idiot. Oh, that's that's weird. And I know, and I know that you know your fiance probably wouldn't do this. But but what if you know she hadn't made this choice where she was like, I never told him because I I didn't want him to grow up thinking that. So he's growing up I mean, thinking that this is his father. She wouldn't do Joe that. nonsense. She just she wouldn't I, I know. Do that. But but if that happened, would that change your mm-hmm. mind of what you would want to try to do, no. or would you still be like, no, I don't care. That's my son. Exactly. I'm going yes. To Absolutely. Yeah. That would be that yeah. would be weird. <laughs> There's no you, way. And then you were talking about like income wise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what? I always wondered when I was thinking this question, I was thinking like, wow, what would happen to debt? Mm-hmm. Would the government now be like, you know, cause I would assume those debts somehow or another probably got absolved somewhere. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know who, if someone else had to take over those payments or they just said, or like the, probably a government bailout. Mm-hmm. I could see that happening because so ha- essentially half the world's population, you know, got I, snapped. It, yeah. I think that's the bigger thing going on here is half the population mm-hmm. got snapped. I think we would be talking about like an economic whiplash that we don't have precedence or even like a good understanding of like what would get affected. Like you're yeah. talking about like whose debt, like, Billion, millions and millions and millions of people's debt. And then the companies themselves that are run by people, half those people are fucking gone. Essentially entire, four billion people what are I'm, gone. Yeah, yeah, what I'm trying to say is the entire structure <clears throat> of keeping track of information would have probably completely fallen apart. Oh, really? I, like, I, like I the, think so. Like a lot of stuff would yeah. just fall into the cracks yeah. and everything. And doing. also, I think the return of all these people, it would cause the same issue in reverse again. Like, we're talking chaos. Yeah. yeah, you know, essentially, in spoiler alerts here, but in um, Falcon and Winter Soldier mm-hmm. uh, on the Disney Plus show, yeah, that's kind of what they're dealing with. Mm-hmm. There's, there's like these, uh, you know, they, I don't, I don't know, I forget if they ha- gave them these names of like uh, the five, the snapped refugees or something like that, where mm-hmm. it was these people who are now technically misplaced mm-hmm. because they were gone, right, mm-hmm. and now they're back after five years, mm-hmm. and there's, you know. A lot of things, resources that were going allocated to other places and people because, you know, half the world's population was gone. They were able to do that. But now that they're back, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, all these governments are scrambling to, like, figure out what are we supposed to do. And, right. like, certain pockets of people are, you know, in certain countries are not getting 
they they're not getting any more benefits. They they can't get a job. They can't right. get whatever mm-hmm. it is. You know what I mean? And Absolutely. so and so they become like terrorists. You know, like groups and stuff. <laughs> that's a big. Like, that's a big jump. Yeah, but yeah. Sure. Yeah. They, well, some of them kind <laughs> yeah, of ended sure. up joining I, that I because like there was after a while when the government was mistreated because some governments were mistreating their people. Sure. The the ones that returned. Okay. Right. So anyways, but that's what kind of ended up happening in there. Yeah. And uh, you know, yeah, that that those type of problems would be happening. So like you're right. You trying to get a job. You know what I mean? Like, would your social security number still be up? Would that have been somehow gone with? Because when when all these people disappeared, mm-hmm. you know, and I know you're saying like the data, uh, you know, security would probably have been faulty and probably just disappeared or fallen through the cracks. But for some people, would they be declared dead? You know what I mean? And now that you're back, yeah, man, that would be a nightmare. Imagine again, the, they would have know? to have like there would literally have to be a a registration. Um, census, like there would have to be some sort of way of like, okay, if you've returned, you know, and you know, you, we, we need to, we need to count you. Yeah. We need to like, you who are you? Blah, blah, blah. Is, you you know, have to re-register and that's, you know, citizenship. Yeah. And it's kind of like when kids are born, you know, you yeah. have the whole birth certificate thing, you know, you sign as a the parent, you sign all this stuff, you fill in all this information. Um, you get it signed off by like the doctor and all that other stuff, and they send it to a government agency, and then you get a bunch of shit in the mail later. It's probably gonna be something like that. I got reborn. If you have an address for to go to, right? Yeah. But my, I'm assuming a lot of people would have my someone. They could yeah, it'd be the address of a family member. Yeah, like my point is, like it would be like that. Like you would yeah. send it in, you would have to get processed and all that other <clears> stuff, and then one would hope the government will put together a uh, employment like. You know, help help you find employment thing. I'm I'm not really too worried about that. Like, like I would just restart my podcast, yeah. <laughs> but I would probably focus on. Hey, I got blinked out of yeah. existence, and I'm back. <laughs> like, let's talk about that. I guess. Yeah. The- Dude, could you imagine? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um. Oh my god. But yeah. So. So there's that. I mean, again, for me, it's more about my son, and also like, I mean, I honestly, I wouldn't be shocked if she left that person for me just because of the nature of our relationship and our history together. Mm-hmm. But also like, I wouldn't be shocked if she didn't either. And yeah. like, I would be okay with that. And like, she knows I would be okay with that and we'd figure out a way to make it work. Yeah. That that's, but I'm a boring, logical person. No, 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 so, no, no, no. Like, no, I know it, you it's... want me to say like, I would fucking murder you. <laughs> no, 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 and I would frame somebody else. <laughs> like, I know that's what you want, but that's not what I would do, Tom. I'm you sorry. Know, I, I was picturing you on the rooftop with a sniper rifle <laughs> yeah. in your hands, you know, waiting for the Joe nonsense to walk <laughs> right. out of the door. Exactly. You know? Um, no, no, no. I, I do get what you're saying because, you know, I wanted to bring this up too. Is me and my wife had this conversation before, but it was, it was only, it was a, uh, it came from the movie Castaway. Right. Oh, right. With Tom right, right. Hanks yes. love that actor. It's but good movie, good the, actor. Yeah. At the end of the movie, when he finally comes back, you know, he goes and he visits his wife. Mm-hmm. You know, or well, what was his former his wife. wife? Yeah. And I remember, you know, I kind of said it, you know, a little bit in a joking way, but I told my wife, I said, you know, if that ever happened to me, you're coming back with me. You're leaving that that new this new guy. You know what I mean? Like yeah. whatever. And but she kind of had like a similar view to yours. You know, she was she was like, well, that's unfair to this other person because I would have been under the impression that you're dead and that you were never coming. It's back. unfair to everybody. Yeah, His exactly. But uh, it would be weird. I and I know it's probably it probably is selfish of me. But I would, I would kind of feel like <laughs> I would God, feel no. like right. like I would be no, not not murdering this other person. <laughs> no, I, but I would I feel like like no, like 
No, you know, we were the first in love. Right, we, right. You know, you come back to me. Well, you know, deal. this brings up an interesting, um, a, a similar but uh, but different question of like, for example, if you are the type of person who believes in like a heaven and a hell, right? Well, mm-hmm. what happens when like uh, a spouse dies and then that spouse remarries later in life and was actually married even longer to this person? And they were not that they weren't in love with the first person, but you know they fell in love again. What happens when everyone dies and goes to heaven? Like who's with who? Who hangs out with who? You know oh. what I mean? Like, you know, that's a complicated but, question. You know what? So if if I did believe in that though, like once then you're in heaven, it's like hey, you know what I mean? I did die. You know that's the way I would look at it. You know, <laughs> new life. Yeah, yeah, I don't want neither yeah, of you fools. Yeah, exactly. You're at hilarious. that point, it's like hey, that's you know hilarious. what? I did die. Go ahead. You know, but like, like what if? But like here, and here's a question: um, What if bo- both spouses want to still be with you in the afterlife? I mean, whose heaven is this? At, you know, when when no one when it no one can, my- when no one gets what they want. You know what I mean? When people want different things. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what though? That that's that's why in heaven it would have to be one of those things where it's like you know your memory or something. I don't know if it's like your memory would have to be affected. You know what I mean? Because you're right. Because then what if the one was like, well, no, I still love her in heaven. Right. The other one says, I love her too. You can't love her. You know what I mean? Because, yeah. you know, you're right. Then it's not a heaven. Exactly. That that wouldn't be heaven. No, right? it wouldn't be. That would have to be at that point where you're just like, we all have free love. <laughs> William, it's okay. Come here. But you know? what if someone like, doesn't want free love? I know. That's yeah. the problem. Anyway. Everyone in heaven... See, that's the thing. Everyone in heaven needs free love. <laughs> well, back to your question. So, you know, me and Michelle have talked about, you know, stuff. We've talked about things happening to us many times. Like if, you know, what if this happens? What if that happens? You know, and she's she's made it apparently clear to me. Like if anything ever happens to me, I just want to make sure you take care of the kids and, you know, do what you have to do to grieve. She's told me this many times, do what you have to do to grieve, but I want you to move on. I want you to be happy. And that's mm-hmm. the way I would feel about her, too. Yeah, that's... That's actually what Ashley says to me too. Yeah. She, you know, <laughs> she, well, first she tells me, you better not die before me. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but then she, but she did say like, if something ever happened to her or whatever, she would hope that I could move on and I wouldn't be alone and I would find someone else to, that yeah. I could be happy with. Yeah. And, um, and, you know, and, and then in turn, I always tell her, no, I'm going to haunt you if I die. Right. <laughs> I was like, don't fight. No, no, I tell her ultimately the same thing, but I do joke around about that. I was like, if the afterlife is real and I could come back, I was like, don't be scared. I was like, don't I will scared. try certain ways to let you know that it's <laughs> be like me. the movie ghost. You know? yeah. Oh man. That Which would I love that. Movie. Yeah. That's that would movie. be so awesome. I mean, um, we wouldn't be making clay pots or anything, but <laughs> so, I mean, I don't think there'd be much drama. I mean, I think I would definitely get myself into th- therapy because there's a lot to unpack there with that situation. I mean, um, more about um, being there for my son, reconnecting, being a father. And then of course, you know, keep finding the new path in my life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I, I've lived long enough that my, my life's been on a bunch of different paths and every five years I'm, I'm in a completely different place than I thought it'd be five years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think just be that, but more so. I, th- I think you're right. I think that the three major things that if this could happen in real life, the three major things are going to be, you know, you need to come to terms on your significant other yeah. if they found someone. And if you have children involved, you know, just go about it like as if you would if, you know, because it, it wouldn't matter if you dis- uh, disappeared or not. If had, something had happened and you and your significant other had separated and you had children involved, of course, you're going to try to want to. Go back. Well, we would think, hope that you would want to go and try and still 
uh, be with your children, you right. know, and like take care of them. Uh, the second thing would probably, I would, to be honest with you, it would be the therapy because you would need to, that would, that's got to be a trip in your head. Mm-hmm. You know, everything for you as a returned, nothing, nothing stop. you know, for you, it was almost, in, I would imagine it was instantaneous. Yeah. I mean, um, I would imagine it was like a blink of an eye for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, and, maybe not because like, you do have to go through the whole process of like, oh, fuck, I'm falling apart. Oh. And then you wake up and you're back. Uh, yeah. And then you're kind of like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. <clears throat> and then. But then, what did, the, what did Spider Man say to Tony? Oh, okay. he, I don't he, feel so good. Yeah, whatever. Like, I don't, don't want to go. I don't want to go, sir. Please, please, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. Oh, that, that was such a sad <laughs> scene, man. It was. Uh, but you know what? I, I think the last part would be. It, it all depends on the type of person you are. If you're a, a pessimist or if you're an optimist, mm-hmm. um, it's just going to take time of forging either a new life. And you're going to have to have patience because the governments are probably going to be going through hell dealing with all the return. Yeah. And you're going to have to get all your stuff back. Yeah. But, dude, could you imagine? And now it's time for Old News. It's Will and Tom with Old News. So, Will, I wanted to bring up uh, the movie that you actually suggested to me, which was a really good movie. The Prestige. The Prestige. <laughs> that was actually a very good movie. Yeah, excellent movie. And it ties into uh, episode 22, A Paradox in Paradise, mm-hmm. where we were talking about if the technology for teleportation really did exist. And if it was in the style of, of the Star Trek's transporter, right? Right. Where when you get in one side... You are, you, all your molecules are, are broken down and basically transferred into data, which then gets sent to the other yeah. place to transfer. By the way, to. sorry, and sorry to veer off, of course. <laughs> I just thought about this. Like, do they establish how painful or not painful it is in the transporter? In Star Trek? Yeah. It's non painful at all. Yeah, but how, how is that possible? Because, like, uh, just for example, like the, the closest I can think of, like, molecular deconstruction in the real world is kind of what acid does. So acid has a tendency to kind of like rip your molecules apart. That's what the burning is. Like it's extremely painful. So like mm. how do they ever, <clears throat> they don't explain it, do they? You know what? As far uh, to my knowledge, I don't remember hearing them ever explain exactly why there's no pain mm. or anything. Um, I know that th- there's a lot of in-depth uh like lore, you know, and, and all these like technical jargon and stuff that tries to explain how it actually, uh, you know, breaks down your molecules. I, I don't know what that is. I, mm-hmm. I've never gotten into Star Trek that, that deep, mm-hmm. but, uh, I'm pretty sure you could find it, but I don't think I've ever heard or read or seen anyone or so heard anyone talk about saying that, mm-hmm. that it's painful. Okay. But, uh, you know, we were talking about how like if your mo- molecules, you know, were broken down and then to wherever you were transporting to, it gets re- reconstructed. reconstructed. Yeah. And you were saying the fact that, well, okay, well, what's actually coming out on the other side then? Because if your molecules are being taken down, technically, essentially, that's death, yeah. right? You'd be yeah. dead. That's and death. then can this machine, you know, transport your consciousness? Right. And if that's coming out on the other side or not, you know, how do you know that? It could right. just be a, an exact copy of you. That thinks it's you. Yeah, that thinks it's you. So yeah. it's not going to know. 
And the cool thing about this movie in The Prestige and... By the way, big spoilers for Prestige. So if you do not want spoilers, stop listening now because, yeah, this is like the big spoiler for The Prestige. Exactly. I would say pause this, go watch The Prestige. Come back. And then come back and listen (laughs) to the rest of this. Um, but basically, yeah, there's, there's a machine that's involved in this movie and one of the magicians uses it and finds out that it makes a copy of himself or it teleports or, or, or it teleports, but, but he doesn't know which. Yeah, exactly. And then at, and then at one point he, he finds out that what's been happening is there's another him, mm-hmm. right? And so he has a gun ready. Right, because mm-hmm. he doesn't want this other him to be coming to be walking around, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. But the 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 split second on this scene that's most pertinent to this episode is when he points the gun at the copy, and the copy says, "No, wait, I'm the ri-, and he sh- and they shoot. So yeah. the copy doesn't know. You know what I mean? You're no. right. You would yeah. never know. Yeah. Like, but I think it's also important to know in the movie, like he sets up the tank underneath the teleporter, right? Mm-hmm. So it's the theoretically teleported individual that survives and the person that steps in that dies yeah that's true unless well, well, well they unless don't know that though the right? person who steps in gets copied on the spot and the other person, and the gets, other person gets yeah that's the crazy thing about it is like he literally steps into a death box every night not knowing if he will live or die on the other side that is just weird yeah, you know what i can't like yeah. like trying to think about it makes my brain yeah. hurt like, it's weird. I would not use teleportation technology. No, that is weird. And that has been Old News. And now, let's join Will and Tom with the traffic report. Hey everybody, it's Will and Tom with the traffic report. So, Will, in episode 26, Honey, I Zombified the Kids, uh, one of our questions was, what if you found out that you're working for the Umbrella Corporation? Oh yeah, that one. (laughs) Uh, We had another comment left by Sasha Titus. Thank you, Sasha. Thank you, Sasha. And it's funny because she writes, laughing my ass off, my ex used to do Primerica. He used to drag me. (laughs) Primerica. I know, right? We talked Uh, about that. He used to drag me to their BS zombie meetings and several friends stopped talking to him because he kept trying to recruit them or sell Mm -hmm. to them. And I guess I should give a little background to this, to this comment was I was saying how back in the day there was a company called Primerica and their logo looked almost just like the Umbrella Corporation's right, logo. Right, right. And, and I used... an MLM, a multi-level marketing. It, yeah. yeah, scam. They were a scam. Yeah. Mm, pyramid scheme. Yeah. And they always kept trying to recruit me, and I hated yeah. them. And I would yeah. tell my friends, I'm pretty sure Primerica is the Umbrella Corporation. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Sasha, we, we've all had people in our lives who fell for that stuff. And for that limited amount of time, they were a nightmare to be around. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And uh, then we have, in episode 25, Carmageddon. Uh, one of the questions we talked about was like what fictional car you would drive, like whether it be Ecto one from Ghostbusters or the De- time traveling DeLorean for Back to the Future. Mm-hmm. Darnell Hudson writes the '76 Impala from Supernatural. Oh, yeah, um, I've never seen Supernatural. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah, it's like a. I haven't watched every episode, but I've seen some. Uh, but he also writes or the Regalia 
from Final Fantasy 15. He said, man, that would be a sweet ride. Never played Final Fantasy 15. Oh, man, you haven't played <laughs> no, that one? that's the newest one. See, that's but if we're if we're talking about Final Fantasy rides, you know, you know, I'm riding the Ragnarok from Final Fantasy VIII. Just saying. Mm. I know you don't know what that is. Tom, I so. I don't. I was, that's why I was surprised that you didn't <laughs> yeah. play because I thought because I know you're a fan of Final Fantasy. I thought yeah, you played all of them. I I mean I've played most of them. Just like Final Fantasy 15 holds zero interest for me. Oh really? That's all I'll say. <laughs> right you know on. I am with my fandoms. Yeah yeah yeah. You you have like you're like very niche on on which ones you you like like or don't like. Um, episode 24, Krabby Patties, Cowabunga. <laughs> we, uh, one of the, uh, questions we talked about was, like, what fictional food, right, would you want to try, like, mm-hmm. from a fictional universe or whatever? Mm-hmm. And we had Eric Orzov, uh, comment here. Thank you, Eric. Thank you, Eric. He says, Senzu Beans from Dragon Ball Z. Oh, yes! <laughs> now that's a good choice. Yeah, he said, Senzu Beans from Dragon Ball Z just to feel what it's like to instantly heal. Yeah, for me, like, I would just, if Senzu Beans existed, bro, like, here, okay, so, you don't know what Dragon Ball or Dragon Ball Z basically is, for the most part. I mean, you know what it is, but, do you know what a Senzu Bean is? Um, well, I remember watching a little bit, remember you had me watch the oh, abridged yes, version and yes, stuff? Yeah. So, so I know a little bit, yeah. Essentially, they're magic beans, where it's like, they're deus ex machinas, where it's like, the torn up, beat up fighter can, like, have a Senzu Bean, and they're, bam, back at 100%, in yeah. an instant. Um... <laughs> And, of course, with the Saiyan Warriors, that's actually OP, because the Saiyans have this whole thing where if they have been beaten within an inch of their life, if they, as long as they survive, their biology will reconstruct itself to be even stronger than it was before. Wow. So it's like, you know, Goku, who's a Saiyan, gets a shit beat out of him by the bad guy. Well, the last thing you want him to get is a Senzu Bean, because now he's going to come back even more powerful than he was at the start of the fight. And Anyways, it would happen instantly. And it would happen instantly. I digress. Um, the main thing I would use sensu beans for is theoretically being able to never have to sleep. Oh, why? Would it? Would because it re-energizes you as oh, you right back to your, your optimal. So it's like, bam! It's like, okay, well, you're, as soon as you feel I, tired, I need to work. It's like the ultimate caffeine pill with no side effects. <laughs> it's fucking phenomenal. <laughs> I'm 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 sad I didn't think of the sensu beans in the episode. Wait, are are they rare though? Like, are they hard to find or are they hard <sighs> yeah, to come by? Yeah, they're only grown by this. Talking cat named Corio. <laughs> um, I don't remember the details. Okay, I'm, I'm with you, Will. Okay. Yeah, but okay, Cor- so Corin grows the beans. I really don't know anything else. Oh, really? You, you now know everything I know about Sensu. Wow, that, that, this, that's the that's the biggest drug dealer in the world. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, Corin has to come through so many times. That would so. be awesome, though. And I am laughing very hard at the fact that you would use this just to not sleep. Like, well, not, I mean, you know, I mean, I'm no, not going to use it to punch someone. So, I mean, well, no, no, no. But like, you know, I'm not going to use it to cheat at a marathon either. No, 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 no. Maybe, you know, save it for if you ever got into a car accident or some type of that you really need to be healed. And you, but like, I oh, like, that's a good point. Yeah. I like your first, your first reaction was, I would want to use this so that when I get tired, I don't have to sleep. Well, yeah, I was thinking on a daily basis, but yeah, you're yeah. right. The sensor beans would definitely change the medical medical industry completely. Oh yeah, but if you could, if they weren't rare like that, then yeah, you're right. You know, you could use them if you could get them. Anytime if a talking want, cat like, can grow them, like then I guarantee you, modern agriculture could get a hold of these suckers and put in like grow them in huge fields. Yeah. Oh, you know that's the first thing that's yeah, happening. Absolutely, if, that, if they could do that. Yeah. Uh, but you know what? Thank you, everybody, for commenting. Uh, tell your friends. You know what I mean? And we love to hear from you. Please go ahead. You can email us at dudecouldyouimagine at gmail.com. Um, you don't have to just comment on our YouTube. However, we love to read your comments. Thank you, everybody. Indeed. 
And that is all we have for you tonight. We will continue to bring you up-to-date coverage as new imaginings develop. Please don't forget, you could join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dude could you imagine. Another way to support our podcast is by leaving an Apple Podcast review. You can subscribe to us on Instagram at dude underscore could you imagine, on Twitter at DCY Imagine, and on our YouTube channel where you can leave a like and a comment. If you would like to contact us with what you are imagining, you can email us at dudecouldyouimagine at gmail.com. This has been Fritz Frivolous, and from all of us here at Dude Could You Imagine, keep on imagining. Oh man, this is where the stinger would be, but unfortunately I forgot to add it in there. But dude, could you imagine if I actually had the stinger?